الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى وما أبرئ نفسي إن النفس لأمارة بالسوء إلا ما رحب ربي إن ربي غفور رحيم وقال تبارك وتعالى قد أفلح من زكاها وقد قاد من زكاها صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسوله الكريم ونحن ولا ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين. قصة تتألف رجل سيد الإسلام. We are into the month of Rajab and of course after Rajab we know the month of Shaban comes and then it is Ramadan. Because about six weeks before the month of Ramadan comes and most of us sitting here and show we have experienced many Ramadans in the past Ramadan comes, it goes and every time we are reminded that when Ramadan comes or when it has passed look at what we have gained how much we have benefited from the month and that of course is important because Allah has given us this month as the hadith says, in a year, 12 months, and then one of those months, 29 or 30 days, Allah has given that to us to regenerate and uh, rejuvenate our Iman. So what we have benefited must last us for the next 12 or next 11 months. Ideally, we are supposed to have this every month, a period of fasting, a period of Ibadah, but of course, we are human beings, Allah Ta'ala knows, we are weak, we won't sustain this. So, what I want to do is, inshallah, and I'm speaking about this in other masajid as well, this Ramadan we want to have a different approach. And I'll explain what the approach should be. Allah Ta'ala says in the quran Kareem where Allah speaks about the fast of Ramadan, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu kutiba alaykum al-siyam That the fast of Ramadan has been made farz upon you, O believers. Then Allah gives the reason, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ The purpose of the fast is to gain taqwa. So that means, we should have this intention. Even before the month begins, our need should be that, Ya Allah, we are going to fast in Ramadan to gain the taqwa that you have promised in the Qur'an. And that's why the first step is every fast, every day of Ramadan, we make our niyat. You can make the niyat at night or in the morning before, uh, after you have had your sehari before Subh Sadiq. So what's your niyat? We, we make the intention, Ya Allah, I'm fasting today for your sake. What's that? Also have this intention, Ya Allah, I am fasting to gain the taqwa that you have promised in the Qur'an. I want our brothers to try and remember this, and maybe share it with your sisters, with family at home. I am fasting to gain the taqwa that you, O oh Allah, have promised in the Qur'an. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ Ya Allah, you promised that through fasting we gain taqwa. So I am fasting tomorrow or today for your sake, to get that taqwa into my system. 
That's number one. Number two, one of the great benefits of fasting is it gives one that control over the nafs. And I want to mention something about the nafs today. We hear of this, people say, nafs, my nafs, my nafs is like this, or it's that person's nafs. We hear people say, nafsani desires. So what actually is the nafs? Allah created a human being, there is the human body, the physical body, then Allah put life into that body through the ruh. But at the same time, that ruh has got two parts. One is the good part and one is the bad part. The bad part is what we refer to as the nafs. It is that, that type of, uh, it's like a faculty in the human being which always demands and desires that you must do things that are contrary to the pleasure of Allah. It always wants the easy way, it wants pleasure, it wants comfort, it wants luxury. That is what the nafs, the, the feeling, the, the desire in you, that is referred to as the nafs. And our challenge in this dunya today is, like the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa in several ahadith, advised, he taught, he encouraged people. Our challenge as Muslims in this world is to oppose that nafs, to learn how to control that nafs. And this is a daily challenge. It is our jihad today, on a daily basis. You make jihad against the kuffar, now and then it happens. But the jihad of the nafs, it is a regular thing. That is why it comes in the hadith that there is a narration that once the Sahaba were coming back from the jihad, they were returning, they came to Medina. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said to them, that raja'na mina jihad al-abhari ila jihad al-akbar. We have returned from the big, from the small jihad to the bigger jihad. Then he explained, before the Sahaba could ask, according to some narrations, they asked him, that Ya Rasulullah, what is that bigger jihad? He says, jihadul mar'i nafsahu. The jihad of a man against his nafs. Now it doesn't mean that it is bigger than jihad against the kuffar in, in real sense. What Nabi sallallahu alayhi is meaning here is that this jihad is bigger in this sense that it is a daily thing. From the time you open your eyes. Remember, Sharia says that when you fall asleep, once your eyes close, from that time till you wake up, there are no rules that govern you. You are not mukallaf. You are not responsible for anything that happens during your sleep. A man is sleeping in his sleep, he gives his wife salah. And we might laugh at this, but it has happened. It has happened, a man is sleeping, he gives his wife salah. I don't know whether the salah in his mind before he went to sleep. But anyhow, that is not counted. That is also the rahmat of Allah. That while you are sleeping, whatever you say in your sleep, it is not counted. But from the time you open your eyes, dear brother, still you go to get that entire day. You have to make this mukhalafatul nafs or the opposing of the nafs, to fight that nafs. They say that uh, there's an incident which our Shaykh gave us, rahimahullah, that one day a person outside the masjid, he was sitting on the steps of the masjid and he was speaking to himself. 
And people were coming out of the Jummah Salah and they were saying, this man is mad, he's talking to himself. What was he saying? He was saying <coughs> that you are not my God, you are not my Allah and I'm not your slave. So why must I listen to you? You are not my Allah and I'm not your slave, so why must I listen to you? So everyone is saying, look at this man, what he's speaking to himself, must be mad. Some people come to give him a punch, you know, some people got this bad habit, this man is mad, so they want to chase him away. But he's, he's sitting there and he's saying that one person came and sat down next to him. And he said, brother, what? what's wrong? Why are you saying like this? So he smiled and he said to this man that, you know, seems to me you're the only intelligent person. The others came by, they passed remarks about me, I'm mad, I'm insane, some people push me. You're intelligent enough to ask me, so let me tell you the reality. He said, for the last few days, this lust of mine is commanding me to commit a sin. And I'm opposing that lust. I'm telling you that lust, you are not my Allah. Neither are you my Allah, nor am I your slave. So I'm not to listen to you, I'm not going to listen to you. Look how clever this person was. He was having dialogue with himself to overcome this desire to commit a sin. With you and I, what's our condition, dear brother? I'm being open, I'm being frank with all of us. The moment the desire comes, we don't hesitate, we just do what the nurse wants us to do. Commit a sin without even stopping, without making at least some effort. When we were, you know, when you have a spiritual guide, a spiritual mentor, like you say, a chef to guide you in your spiritual life, it's a very beneficial thing. So we used to communicate. So I wrote to, um, to my Shaykh Rahimahullah one day and I said, look, I wrote him to say that there's a desire that comes within me to commit a sin. How do I oppose this? So he told me two things. He says, number one, there's a verse in the Holy Quran. Uh, very easy to find this ayat. Surah Ankabut which is in the 21st Surah of the Qur'an the last ayat of the Surah the Surah consists of 30 ayat the last ayat how did ayat go? Allah says here وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِيْنَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلَنَا وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَمَعَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Allah says that those people who strive in my path who strive in our path, that means the path of Allah we will guide them to our way that means when you make that effort to strive Allah will guide you to overcome the desires of the Lord so the Sheikh says that read this ayat, the moment you have this desire whatever it is, to commit a sin whether you think it's a small sin or big sin وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّا read this ayat a lot and number two, make dua to Allah now if you are honest with yourself, if you are honest with your Allah and you want to get yourself right, you want to abstain from sin, I promise you you are going to do this. And he says that at that time when the nafs is putting pressure on you to commit a sin and you make a dua to Allah, Allah's nusrat Allah's will be with you. So it's important for us to understand the need to mukhalafatun nafs, to oppose this nafs. And fasting is going to bring that into your life, dear brothers. Fasting will give you the impetus, the strength, the courage to oppose that love. That is what fasting does. 
And remember you're fasting not for one, two, three days. It's a whole month. And on top of all this, Allah makes it easy. You try to fast one day outside Ramadan. See how difficult it is. Yeah, you fast in 29, maybe 30 days. And you just go through it without feeling anything. Allah's Rufra, that is the Rahmat and the mercy of Allah. Allah speaks about this in the Quran Kareem. I'll give you another incident in the time of the Bani Israel. Now understand this, opposing the nafs means or opposing your lowly or suppressing the desires. It's not only, you might think, when I say a desire, you might think, well, maybe it's connected to zina, to anything related to zina, fulfilling your sexual desires. It's not only that. That's part of it. But so many other things in life. A person wants money. You want money, you want something in the dunya. But you can't get it through a halal means. So the nuts says that get it through haram means. Now you need to oppose the nuts. It is like something may be halal for you. You want to buy a car. It's permissible to buy a car. But you haven't got the money. You can't get it through a halal way. So nuts will say, look, here's a way you can get the money. You can wrangle something and get this money from someone. Or you can give false, uh, some false statements and you can get the money. You can get this car on your name without having to pay much for it, that is the nafi. Now this is where you need to oppose. So in the times of the Bani Israel, there was a wali of Allah. The brothers listen to this incident. A wali of Allah, not an ordinary man, a saint, a pious person, a guru. His name was Bal'am ibn Ba'ura. Bal'am ibn Ba'ura. This is mentioned in Surah Al-A'raf in the Quran Karim. So, and he also had one great, one great na'mad from Allah, he knew the Ismul Adam. Ismul Adam means that special name of Allah among the 99 names. If a person knows it, and you take that name and you make dua to Allah, Allah will accept your dua. So, he was living in one of the villages of the Bani Israel. Musa Islam came with his people, with his army, and invited these people to the oneness of Allah, invited them to Islam, he gave them the da'wah of the Tawheed of Allah. These people were not worshipping Allah, so they refused to accept the da'wah of Musa Then Musa says, well, if you're not going to accept my da'wah and my invitation, then I'll have to make jihad against these people. So they came to Bala'an ibn Ba'ura, and he was living outside, outside the village, in his heart, worshipping Allah, they said, look, you know the Ismail Adam, you must come make dua against Musa alayhi salam. Make dua against the Nabi of Allah. Imagine what a request. Bala'an ibn Ba'ura says that no way I can make dua against that Nabi of Allah, just forget about it. And they went away. But they continued troubling him. He had a very beautiful wife. So they sent his wife to him. And the wife said, look, if you don't make dua, I'm going to leave you. Then they offered him lots of money. Eventually the nafs. Now imagine this was a wali of Allah. But he wasn't careful about the nafs. The nafs overpowered him. And he decided to make that dua to Allah. Against Nabi Musa alayhi salam. But obviously such a dua was haram. And it would be rejected. When he stood up to make that dua to Allah. He said that his tongue couldn't move. He could not get the words out. 
But Allah, that was not enough. Allah punished him that his tongue started hanging out. Have you ever seen a dog when it is panting? Then the tongue hangs over the teeth out of the mouth. That is what happened to him. And of course, obviously, he became the target of Allah Ta'ala's curse. So this is, Allah says in the Quran Kareem, when Allah speaks about this ayat, وَاتَّبَعَ هَوَاهُ That what happened to this ayat? He followed his lowly desire. So this is a very important thing in our life, something that we face on a daily basis. Sometimes it's small things, sometimes it's big things. Some people have, they are, the nuts will change them to steal, to commit jina, to look at a woman with evil, or to look at something that is haram. The nuts will change them in so many things. It might be small or big things. You have an opportunity to steal someone's money, to take money without that person knowing. That is the nuts. You and your Allah, it is your relationship with Allah Azza wa Allah is watching so many eyes in the Quran Kareem where Allah Ta'ala says, Alam ya'alam bi anna Allah yara Does man not know that Allah is looking at him? Wallahu ya'alamu mutafallabakum wa matwaakum Allah knows your movement in your home and outside your home. Allah is always aware. Wallahu alimu bidati sudur Allah knows even the thoughts in your heart. So we need to be conscious of Allah. Insha'Allah ta'ala, Ramadan is that month that can bring into our lives the consciousness of Allah. It can bring into us the ability to oppose the nafs and fight all these temptations to commit sin. So let us make our need from now already, the brothers, that this Ramadan is going to be different. We are going to approach it with this intention and with this whole, with this whole uh, mindset that Ya Allah, this time, Ramadan is going to teach me how to oppose the nafs, how to suppress my lowly desires. I make dua to Allah, Allah grant me and all of us, and all Muslims, the ability to become such pious people that we can oppose and oppress the evil desires of the nafs.